check my YouTube channel, subscribe, and share. Welcome, everybody, to Kimberly Speaking Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a special guest with us on today, Pastors Ty and Shanae, Dr. Shanae Simmons, excuse me, which are the founders of Get In Touch Network. Welcome, guys. Hey, good evening. Hello, welcome. And also okay. play through marriages, of course. Absolutely. So we're going to get into it. Okay, so um, I just want to talk briefly about how Pastor Ty and I came to know each other. We both were um, participants of the Master Storyteller Academy uh, yeah. with Andy and all those great people. So anybody feel like you got a story that can reach the world, reach the masses, and you want to just take that to the next level, reach out to us. We'll give you all that information. So shout out to the Master Storyteller Academy. Yep, all right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, Pastor Ty, yes, I learned of your awesome, miraculous testimony during those sessions. So, talk a little bit about that today. So, wow, the, the process that we went through in, in, in MSA uh, was phenomenal. I like the fact that we were able to just be transparent. You and I had an awesome time just sharing uh, stories and testimonies uh, just about the process. And I think that it was pretty awesome. Uh, my story, uh, my, my testimony is uh, is one that uh, it's time for me to tell. So, yeah. amen. Um, I was a kid just like any other child. I went to play outside and uh, love cartoons and eating cereal and, you know, all those fun things. And um, just like any other Saturday, watching cartoons. But um, there was one day that was unlike any other day. Um, who would have thought that the very person who gave me life would have been the one who almost took it from me. And you know, one day, as I was getting up on a Saturday morning, uh, my mom had a mental break. And she stabbed me. I was mortified. God, God, can anybody hear me? And it was that moment that I had never felt so alone. No one was there. No one could hear me. When it was all said and done, the doctors were amazed. They said, if that knife had gone one inch deeper into your heart, he would not be here today. And after that, my life was different. I spent the next couple of years in foster care and I was walking around feeling alone, uh, no self-esteem. Has anybody else ever felt like you were alone and had no hope and no self-esteem? But that was my story. And one day I was sitting down outside on the stoop and this young lady came over to me. She was my cousin's girlfriend. And she looked me in the face and she said, why don't you smile? Why don't you do something about yourself? I bet you if you got yourself together and took care of yourself, you would feel so much better about yourself. And I thought, wow, maybe I should. Maybe I should do something better. What if I just made a decision to not be this way? And guess what, y'all? That was the day that I decided that I was not going to be a victim. 
I decided that I was going to turn my life around. And through the process of a lot of trials and the process of learning about who I was, I became who you see before you today, a pastor, uh, author, uh, got my master's in entrepreneurship and leadership. I got a beautiful, lovely wife who's sitting right here next to me. And we've been together for 29 years. Wow. That was all God. And in that process, it all happened because I made a decision. I'm here to help you make your decision today. Make a decision that your life doesn't have to be filled with grief and low self-esteem, but your life can be a testimony to somebody else. Amen. Wow, that's crazy. I know when when I first heard that, I was my I, I know my jaw probably dropped to the ground because I was like, oh my God, what in the world? Like, oh my gosh, that is so crazy, man. Like <clears throat> it's just a true testament to the the will that God, you know, God has something miraculous for you to do here. And it just it, you know, God has a final say. And so Amen. we know that you are here for a specific assignment because Amen. that could have gone totally another way. <clears throat> I must but, have a purpose. Absolutely. Uh, yes, absolutely. So we, we thank God for that. And Amen. I know um you were telling me about you guys, you know, started going to another church when you guys moved to where you're currently located now. Yes. So I'll tell that story. Yeah. Okay. We have two versions of this story, y'all. So I always, <laughs> always love to tell the story of how we met, you know. So okay. and, I asked her about the story of how we met. No, she, she didn't. Said, no. <laughs> she said how we started going to another church, like when we moved. Okay. We moved. Oh, I thought I thought that was about you know our story. No, that wasn't about our story. Okay. Oh, but you can tell that story too. I want to hear that one too. I'm gonna let her tell a story about how we how we moved to another church, and I'm gonna tell a story okay. about how we met. Oh, wow. Okay, all uh, right. It's the reverse. It's like how you. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> you on? Just go ahead. You oh, on? Yeah. Tell your story. Tell my story first. Yeah, tell your story. I'm, I don't go ahead. Tell your story. Hilarious. Okay, y'all. So as I was sharing, you know, God has done some amazing things in my life, and I got to tell you when. I got the realization that there must be a purpose for my life and there needed to be uh, some things that I need to do differently. I ended up at this school in Buffalo, New York, y'all. Yep. Wow. Buffalo, New York, freezing cold temperature. And on <laughs> one cold, chilly day, see her face, y'all? I'm getting ready. One cold, chilly day, I got out of the elevator on the third floor and... I uh, stepped out of, of the co-ed <laughs> dorm. Thank you very much. The co-ed floor of the co-ed dorm. dorm. Hilarious. So I walk out, me and, and my, my boy at the time, and mm -hmm. there are these two young ladies at the payphone. I know some of y'all never heard of a payphone. I know it's... Oh. A little thing on the wall. I know I'm dating myself, and you got to pick it up and press buttons and stuff. I know. Yeah, you got to put money. You got to feed it money in order to talk to people. Right, right, right. I know you got never heard of that, but anyway, these two young ladies were there, and you know we 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 flirted a little bit. We went on about our own merry way, and then 
the next day, but I got to back up, y'all, before I even talk about the next day. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't help but notice, right, that <laughs> this one particular young lady had these lace skirts on, y'all. Legs glistening and you know they was shining outside. Oh my god! I just, oh. I took a note. You know, sometimes fellas, you just take a mental note. That was that was my mental <laughs> note right there. So I took my mental note and okay. And then it just so happens that the next day, the very next day, y'all, I am walking on my way to handle some financial business at the Bursar's office. You know, college, you got to do that. And guess who's walking in my direction? Mm. It was none other than the doctor. Other than. Then, you know, it was no other than the doctor. And so oh, I looked and she noticed me and I noticed her and I, she noticed me noticing her and I noticed her noticing me. So I was like, <laughs> hey, what's up? Wasn't you the girl from? Yeah, okay. And so I was like, well, hey. you know. I'm on my way to, you know, the financial office, you know, and, you know, would you want to come? And she said, sure. And that began our journey. And uh, we've been hanging out wow. 29 years. We've been so that, that just kicked it off. That jump started everything. That jump started everything. Wow. That's crazy. It is. Oh, my God. So you guys are no longer in. So how long were you in New York? Till 2001, so okay, that was the 90s. <laughs> Ooh, the, good, the good old days, <laughs> that was the early, early 90s. <laughs> and uh, so I think we stayed in Buffalo eight years. Yes, we started our family in Buffalo. We, we wow. started, we relocated to Virginia in 2008. Okay. Yeah, hmm. good old Virginia. Okay, so- you was in Virginia, and what happened? How did you end up in Florida, where you're currently residing? Yeah, that's the story. So uh, our pastor uh, revealed that he felt called to uh, relocate to Tampa, and we were—I believe we were in leadership at the time. We were in some form of leadership at the time, and so we prayed about it. And it was it was a great time in our life for a reset. I believe that helped us be able to do that. Um, our his dad, my father-in-law, had passed a couple months, about three months prior to to that uh, call. And you know, there's some other things just kind of happening in in home life, and yeah, it, yeah. it just felt right to have a reset. So um, we prayed, scoped out the um the land we spied the land so that the call the meeting was in july um we scoped up the land in august and we relocated here in september um, okay and so we yeah we beat the pastor here <laughs> yeah we did we beat we beat everybody here we was the first family here and um and off it off we it took well backstory y'all See, she tried to give you the cut and dry black and white version. Oh wow! So, the backstory is that's who I am. The backstory is is that as soon as the pastor said that, and I announced it to her and the kids, everybody's hands was up. Yes, 
Florida, we going. Oh, wow. excited. oh, they was excited. Until it was time to make it happen. Oh, yeah. It was in theory. It was excitement oh. in theory. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just talked about that ride. That ride wow. with multiple cars from Virginia to Florida. Oh but it was a process. So, you know, the backstory is at first everybody was excited, yeah. but God, but God. So we, um, I had to slow everybody down and say, okay, hold on, y'all. We need to pray and we need to figure out yeah. if this is the right move for us. And that process was a couple weeks okay. before we actually made the decision first. And then after we made the decision, everything just lined up for us it, it lined up we both had jobs before we even came down here wow uh shanae dr shanae got her job over the phone what over the phone did did an interview and uh i got a job over the phone as well that uh it went like this uh hey we saw your resume and uh you know we're an insurance company so um, you sound like you were really be good on the phone, so uh, wow. you, we want we want to offer you a job. And fell in, it just fell into place at that point. Yeah, yeah, it, it just mm -hmm. fell into place, and we've been here for nine years. Uh, little did we know uh, that God had a different plan. You know, he, and I'm actually gonna let you share if you if you choose to share that story about why we actually were down here in the first place. Oh. So we arrived here in September mm -hmm. and uh, by February, oh. I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a very, very interesting time in our life, a very interesting season in our life. And so, you know, it was challenging because we are over 800 miles away from our core family of origin. Yeah. We left our adult children um, in Virginia with our grandbaby girl. And we had a grandson on the way, I believe, as well. So it was a very, it was a very interesting uh, time to encounter such yeah. a life-changing event. Um, but as we progress through that process with you know the leading of the Lord and just yeah. continued prayer and gro getting grounded in our faith, all yeah. things work together. The, the mm -hmm. support system that we could never imagine was here. I mean, it, we people did things for us that we would never expect them to do um and that they had no real history with us had no real reason for us but god really placed people in our lives that yeah. would undergird us through that process and so when we begin to evaluate all of the medical options and um the procedures that would be presented turns out that we were in an incredible location with an incredibly gifted surgeon who wow. was able to, you know, help me save, you know, my breasts, honestly. Wow. I was diagnosed under 40 years old. Mm. 
And because I was under 40 and my mother also is a breast cancer survivor. So that family history was there. Yeah. The original recommendations were for me to have a double yeah. mastectomy. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they were not. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> your, your girl is young. I got a whole husband over here in the other room. <laughs> Read my lips, Jesus. <laughs> Listen. Oh I know that's right. Listen. We, we need to we need oh we God. need to revisit this discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I know you oh said God. that we feel two drink this cup, and not this one, Jesus. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, listen. It turned, oh my gosh. It turned out very well. Um, in that I did not lose my breath. I either one. Um, I actually wind up getting thank you. <laughs> I just I just had a moment. I'm sorry. I told you, you better pray for me, you better pray for me. Oh, He's always gonna be the one that turned it up. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. He always seems so calm and reserved, yeah, like in little meetings and stuff. And and it's a setup. Listen, it's a setup. You you see her, so she's so mild mannered right now. Oh, <laughs> it's him. It's him. It's him, oh, y'all. Yes, wow. it's him. Yeah, wow. don't let it fool you. No, don't let it fool it's you now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm so glad that that turned out the way it did. You know, God, oh, he's so. I always say. God is so strategic. Like we never see the full picture. Like we only see a little bit and we think, oh yeah, well this for this, this for that. And then you don't even know what's, what's gonna really happen. So he kind of placed you where you needed to be to, to, to handle that and to make sure that, you know, all was well. So I thank God. And that that reminds me, um, and that's why it's, it's really good to be obedient and to really seek to hear him because you guys could have like, we're not moving to Florida. You know, we're going to stay here. We don't want to go. But, you know, you got you to gotta be led by God. You got to be Holy Spirit led. So, you know, Amen. God's ways are, you know, higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And we, we just never know what's really going on. So I'm just grateful that you guys actually um, were, you know, listening to him, praying, and then being obedient. Amen. For yeah. well, that, you know, you got your reward. So that's awesome. You know, I lost my mom to breast cancer um in 2009. So, you know, that family history, they really, you know, take that seriously. You know, you got to make sure you get your mammograms and all that. And ironically, it is breast cancer awareness month. So yes, this is all right on time. <laughs> yes, that's right. That testimony. Strong men wear pink. That's right. See? <laughs> So we thank God for that. Okay, so let's get into this Get In Touch Network. Like, tell us what it's about, how you came about it, how how did it, what what were the ideas, what what kicked it off? Sure. So the pastor and I, you know, 29 years now, but at the beginning of this thing, it was, it was quite common. Well, you think this is funny. Like, it was funny, <laughs> funny to watch us fumble and not knowing what to do. Yeah. Uh, he, his story being as impactful as it is, uh, you know, my story yeah. is not necessarily shinier. Um, and yeah. so we didn't have any examples to show yeah. us how to do this. We just, you know, two college kids fall in love. Like, yeah, we're going to do this thing. We're going to ride out. Oh, wow. You have 
stuff in your background. Oh, I got stuff in my background. Yeah. We can hold each other down. Okay, we thought that was gonna be enough. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really wasn't. And so you know, in in addition to um, the family, well, I won't say in addition to. I, I guess I say as an extension of okay. the family challenges. Yeah. My family of origin challenges. We adopted our two oldest children are actually my siblings. So in our early 20s, right? I think I was 20. Was I 20? And you were 21? (laughs) We have four children. We have four children. Um, And so not having any examples, having a traumatic, you know, traumatic background, being young parents, and can I say struggling? Because like who, who struggling? Don't right? forget college. Now we still in school, and we were still in school to some oh, degree, wow. some kind of way, some kind of way. We yeah. were touching somebody's school. We, yeah. we really, we really, we really struggled to to do the yeah. thing called marriage. And over time, we realized that we needed help. Mm-hmm. So we would plug into different things. We would plug into conferences or other yeah. people, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> You know, no, no shade, no, no shade. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, I told you, I told you, no, no, no shade. But many times they just didn't do it, right? Like many yeah. times the the individuals presented one way outside, another way inside. Um, and you know, we were doing this in the church because we also yeah. joined church in a, a, a young age, and, yeah. and oftentimes the marriage content was simply just throwing Bible scriptures is like, yeah, that's all great ideally, but what does that even look like? Cause it don't, I don't see it in your life. Like I don't see what you're doing. I don't see it. So you telling me to do this, you tell me, you know, submit, you telling him to be, you know, the priest of, of my body. Like, what does that like really look like? like I it just don't feel right. If it just seems crazy. It seems like you just telling people to do stuff that you don't know how to do. <laughs> Um, I didn't mean it any shade, but um, over us being committed, one of the things that we did on the beginning, we decided we would not use the divorce word that like it just wasn't an option. And so when you throw that option out, you you have to find other options. And so we committed, we, we worked hard at Mm -hmm. learning from those examples that weren't really examples. Sometimes an example is not what yeah. to do, but what not to do. What not to do. Come on. This. And yeah. we also recognize why are some of these like church conferences so difficult? Like, what is the problem? Like, why is it? I remember just thinking, you remember pulling over on the side of the road after church conference and we was like upset. Like we left the church conference upset with each other. We're like, this cannot be this. There's got to be another way. And so it provoked us to begin to pay attention not only to healing our marriage, but how how do you help other people do that? And it did not help that (laughs) we became magnets for people like that just have marriage issues. We spent the night at people's houses trying to help them get themselves together. Serious. See me rubbing my forehead right here like this, y'all. Oh my gosh. That's y'all. That's because that's what that's y'all's calling. The, the, that was 
what you guys were struggling with and what you attracted that was your assignment and that's why oh wow look at that we got okay. some stories yeah, we got some stories we got some stories oh guys, that we had endured earlier in our relationship and one of the things that Shanae said which is uh, i really what believe helped us was you know divorce is not an option yeah. so that was against financial hardships infidelities family <laughs> jumping in the business you know the 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 mama you know trying to take yeah. over the household all those different dynamics we decided that divorce is not an option so that meant that we need to figure it out yeah. and as we became stronger in our faith yeah. our relationship got better and, as, and and that happened because our relationship with God got better. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. as our relationship with God got better, we began to really work on the stuff that was underneath that we had to deal with so we would be better for yeah. each other. And it, a lot of times it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, after the fact. Right, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times it, it was funny. Like, you know, you look back on stuff and you're like, wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We began to connect yeah. the dots. We we began to realize that a lot of things that helped us was the humor in the stuff wow. and how we begin to cope and deal with moving on. A lot of that stuff was play. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's how so then you said, okay, now we've been going to these conferences and they just ain't doing it. Like we got to do something because people keep coming to us we got to help them like what we gonna do lord like what was that thought pro like what was that process well we became trained because we've always been no well, i won't say always but a good part of our life a, a good part of our marriage mm -hmm. um was uh, built on or rebuilt on working together in business and okay. so um when we hit our lowest point we were able to dig out because we had a common goal mm -hmm. of our faith and a business to work on together. So we okay. have always been business oriented yeah. in our maturity, in our, in our maturity, not always, but in our maturity. As yeah. a result, we were started to see healthier couples and mm. we learned to work together and complement each other. In doing so, one of the initiatives that we participated in was tr becoming trained as ropes and initiative course instructors. And okay. that was incredibly eye-opening for us, us learning how to do team building and help organizations okay. um, navigate internal challenges through structures and through its play. It's really play. Yeah. To unpack the word play. Um, that opened up the idea for us to really rethink how we teach lessons and so we were able to marry our passion for marriages with our skill sets to engage units family systems and organizations through ropes course and initiative um, instruction and from there we birthed the game nights right? oh wow um and so everything else just kind of builds on that. Now, I don't know if you know, we own a, a, a counseling agency. So in the counseling oh. agency, we do counseling. Mm -hmm. uh, so for folks who don't, who are not um, 
ready <laughs> for enrichment, but they need repair. We Ooh. use our agency to do that. For folks who need premarital counseling, mm. the great pastor is sufficiently to do that as well. And so, but everybody's union is not broken. Some people yeah. really just need help keeping the fire going. Yeah. That is where Play Fueled Marriages was born. Oh, uh, man. That. that is awesome. Okay. So these, um, <clears throat> the marriage play dates, that's kind of like your game night thing you, you were talking about? Yes, yes, yes. So how often are you holding these? Are they like monthly? Are they like um, kind of like retreats, I guess, maybe? So they they are uh, usually uh, about a four hour experience, and oh, you, know, wow. you know we're doing those quarterly. So that will include uh, a little get together, but ultimately the uh, play date is based on showing married couples how to grow through play. So okay. we choreograph um, activities, and we put the married couples through these activities. Oh. And we watch the dynamics. Oh man, I bet that's mm -hmm. fun. <laughs> yeah, we watch oh, the dynamics. No. And what's remarkable is what comes out of the process. Yeah. What what happens when a, a couple is seeing another couple, you see competition, you yeah. see uh frustration, you see uh self-esteem issues, you see a variety of different things that come out that wouldn't have come out in a different setting because maybe that couple wasn't talking. You know, yeah. Maybe they were on the verge of, of calling it quits and this was the last straw. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know what, we're going to this doggone thing. And you know what, yeah. I don't know what's going to work, but if this don't work, I'm done. Yeah. Right? And so they show up and we have an opportunity for them to unpack and then they start opening up and then they start talking about stuff. And then they realize that the stuff they're talking about, the other couples over there were dealing with the same stuff. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then the environment takes over and it's a, it's a phenomenal thing. Wow. That sounds awesome. Oh man. So when is, when is your next one that you guys have? When is the next one? It's the, it's November the fourth. Oh, that's the, okay. So that is the one that's in November, and that's in Tampa. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh, that is. You get, awesome. you get to do a commercial? No. No, you're gonna do November fourth. You can go to Eventbrite and. Da, 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 da. You just did it. Can't keep going. You, I, you know, know, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Dress I can't tell you that. But, but you know what you put it in there. Look, she does the the like the administrative stuff with the. Event bright and all of that stuff. Yeah. So oh, awesome. It's okay. Okay. On Facebook page, right? It's on. Okay. It's we on our Facebook on page. page yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that I put all that information on uh, with this video and with the episode that you know people can when they see the episode they can like, go to the website, go sign up, do all that, read all that good information because this is awesome. I think that is a wonderful thing and it's very much needed, especially in the Christian community because you know. For and I and I think we talked about this when we had our little session. We were talking about how you know 
you're taught how to be until you get married. And it's like, okay, well, I'm married now. So like all those principles that I, you know, as a single person, it changes when you're married. And if you don't know how to transition and navigate that, you're just, you're just lost. And so I, I think that's a very, that, that sounds awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so with that, ah, <laughs> come on now. But um, no, seriously though, because, you know, for some reason, the divorce rate is higher in the Christian community than it is in the other communities, which is crazy uh, to me. But hey. I'm going to tell you right now why it is, because Christian folks are stuffy. And they don't tell the truth. Listen, they don't tell the truth. They lie. That's right. They lie. So what I was listening to um, Pastor uh, Mike Todd actually, he's been saying this thing hot, um, honest, open, and transparent. You listen. You just gotta be because like, you gotta have fun. You gotta like still enjoy each other. Like just because you're married and you're Christian, you can go have fun. You can go to concerts. You can go to comedy shows. Like you have to enjoy life. You know. Amen. You know, love God, praise God. Amen. You have some fun. You know what I'm saying? So Amen. I think people. I'm sorry. I was gonna say that was a big motivator for us. We was like, yeah, we're gonna be in here for the long haul. We we gotta have some yeah. fun. Like this is not it. We these kids is gonna leave. We want to know each other. We want to like each other. We... So now there's all adults that's gonna be watching. Yeah, yeah. Uh -uh. Everybody adults uh -uh. here that's gonna be watching uh -uh. this. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Well, kids will have access, but I'm sure they won't really wanna, you know, talk about. Okay, me. so I'm gonna say this: when I got saved and she got saved, my and I got married, my spot was still my spot. It ain't. Yeah, it ain't, yeah. You know, it, I still yeah. like you kissing me on my neck. It didn't yeah. change. Because I got married and saved, you know. Now I have a license to exactly like <laughs> you are encouraged. Come on now. So, oh my God. Listen. I'm just saying. It's true. Listen. I'm just saying. You gotta, you gotta keep it hot and heavy, man. I'm telling you, because like, you know, we're we're human. Things are gonna get, you know, life happens, you know, work. You're tired, you're this, that happens, you know, struggles and things you go through, like those things play a huge part in marriages. And if you're not doing something to counteract all those things, then you, you just ain't gonna make it because mm -hmm. it can be a lot, you know, people go through a lot of stuff, you you know. So amen. I think that is just awesome. I, I like I said, I think it's absolutely needed, it's awesome, and I'm so glad that I actually um ran into your husband and met him and like i just think this is information that people needed to hear and i didn't even know about all that we i was so blown away by his testimony i was just like oh my god like oh my god like completely just just gone and and then like all this other stuff that you guys have going on i think it's just awesome mm -hmm. and i just i pray much success to that and i hope that people see this and get the help that they need because you know we need jesus but sometimes you need therapy sometimes you need other stuff like you got to do the same way you do um you know building skill building on your job and your career you have to do that in your marriage you right. know so you don't come with all these tools and you don't come with all that knowledge you like you have to learn that and especially if you haven't had um an example you know a two-parent home or a happy marriage to even you know, see, because you could have had a two parent, but it could have been, it could have been unhappy. It could have been abusive. So you're learning that, but you're not learning the right stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, so many different things come into play with that. Amen. 
and what I what I've learned and is God has begun to continue to hammer this home uh, in relationships. Nobody wants to die. Yeah. And in order for your relationship, your marriage to work, you both have to die so that you can become what God wants you to become, which is two whole individuals becoming one unit. Listen, y'all, I don't know if you ever heard about this. Um, So there's a song uh, that is sung. It says, uh, I don't want a 70-30. I want a 60-40. I want a 50-50 kind of love. I heard that. Who? What is that? I've, I've heard that. Right. Feel so good loving somebody. 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 Else. <laughs> somebody else, right? <laughs> I know I heard it. I was like, okay, I know this. So okay. listen. Come on. God said 50-50. No, I want 100-100. Yeah, yeah. I want a fifty fifty. I want a one hundred one hundred love. Yeah. So it don't work if she only give me fifty yeah. percent and I only give her fifty percent. That's true. We gotta That's be true. all in. We gotta be we, as Andy said. We gotta be, we gotta be playing full out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full out. That's right. Absolutely. And that and listen. If, if no other words were true for that statement. In marriage, it is absolutely true. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Absolutely. I know. I was. Um, I remember watching um, an episode of Tamla uh, Man's World. You know, Tamla and David Mann, and they said, you know, she said, what they do is they try, they try to um, basically outserve each other. So I'm like, oh my god, like that because if you're, you know, competing in. Who's gonna serve each other the best? You're not even thinking about yourself. You're being selfless. Like you're focusing on your mate. And the more you focus on your mate, like, and they do that, both parties are getting what you know what I'm saying, getting served. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, that is like so cool. Like that's that's awesome. That is awesome. Actually, when you do that, who are you really serving? You're really serving yourself. Yep. Because we're one. And uh, it's interesting that you brought that up. That's that's really good. Because I just had a conversation with one of my clients about this. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just had a conversation with one of my clients about it. And, and the conversation was about Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Right. And and all these things shall be added yeah. unto you. And so I'm not, I'm not going to preach. But the, <laughs> the, whole, the whole point, though, is, is that yeah. when you're in the right position, which yeah. means that you are serving and you're doing what God serving. says yeah. to do. The other things come as attachments. Mm. That's good. That's good. Amen. Yes, it is. That's good. And it's so true. That And I like what you said. You said, and I think this is like a major key and a lot of people don't get this. When you are getting grounded in your faith in a marriage individually, it makes the bond that's when it makes your bond stronger um relationally because you're work like when you're like the closer you get to god the better you're you're gonna like bond with your mate because you're you're thinking like christ you're you know you're acting like christ you're doing things the way he wants us to do them and that's only gonna reap benefits and rewards you know that's that's all you can reap if, when you do that so and then, like you said, you're in the perfect position when you're doing that. So, like, that's just, oh, my God, that's good. That's so good. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Lord, y'all gonna have me here all night. Okay. So you said that the next little play marriage dates that you have coming up is 11-4 in Tampa, Florida. Yes. What other good things do you have coming? I know I heard something about a podcast. Yes, in January we could come on out with the podcast. We're super okay, okay. And y'all gonna really see how she act, y'all. Oh, wow. Y'all really, really gonna get to see how she act. You know, she all, you know, she all reserved right now. Y'all just wait. Y'all just wait. Wow. It's, it's, let, especially, let me talk about her shopping habits or something, y'all. So she really gonna. Oh, no, he didn't, honey. Oh, listen. Okay. I, listen, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. I ain't, I ain't got no parts of it. I don't want no parts of that right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> we get to talking about that stuff, and y'all gonna see the doctor. She works for the money. I know that's right. Listen. I'm a firm believer. You work hard, play hard. She gets you be working all these years hard. She get to spend it all mostly. Look at her. Yeah, yeah. See, look at her. She get to spend it all. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. Didn't you know that? Long Facts. Facts. We don't see in a couple of days. Yeah. Mortgage due in five days. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So, oh my God, this has been so good. I'm so glad you guys have come on as my special guest on today. Now, tell the people how they can get in contact with you, what websites do you have, and I'll also, like I said, I'll put them along with the episode, but um, what are your Facebook, what are you, um, social media handles, any websites, email? Now, she always say um, I mess this up, and she, she kind of pointing to me, but I always mess this up. I always say, like, share, post, what else, what's the other one? <laughs> <laughs> so go to www.playfieldmarriages.com okay look us up on facebook get in touch network okay. uh what else <laughs> see because you don't have a social media uh, profile IG, what i'm dr shanae oh, everywhere yeah she's dr shanae okay. Um, I'm I'm at Ty. Uh, okay, I'm Pastor Ty Taiwan. I don't think he passed the Ty. Yeah, so just okay. just he's he's not really out there in the um, streets. Yeah, yeah just pray is. for me, y'all. I'm working on a whole social media <laughs> thing. Not in the streets. Yeah, I'm so not he's not really out there in the streets like that. Right in the streets like that, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get exposed, y'all. I'm really okay. working. On yeah, it. you got to bring exposure. You got some good listening assignment. You got to get it out there. And you know, hey, free ninety nine, ain't that best way? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're working on, we're trying to be like you, Kimberly. We're trying to get out, you know, our, our, post, our, our podcast together, get out, put our work in. We're going to have our big, nice sign in the background and <laughs> pink, pink lights. You know, well, listen, yes, we ma'am. reach out. I'll be glad to be your consultant. Any, any, um, any questions you have, any information you need, you know, just holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But, uh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, I just want to—I want to thank you guys for coming on today. I really, really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed getting to know you guys. I hope our audience enjoyed getting to know you guys, your wonderful testimony, um, and just hearing all that God has you guys doing for the kingdom. It's just absolutely great. Um, make sure, guys, to go to their social media, check out their Get In Touch Network. You know, all those married couples. Do, okay, one question, really quickly. Um, are these engaged couples? Are they welcome, or is it strictly once you cross the threshold? Yeah, great question. 
Yeah, no, we we work with engaged couples, okay. seriously engaged couples. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> we we work with married couples, and you know, whether you're newlywed, you've been married for ten years or forty years, uh, the experience is great because we always have to continue to be working yeah. on our relationship. And I say relationship yeah. uh, because the marriage, the covenant, gets better as you work on your relationship, your covenant with each other, and so. Uh, the marriage benefits from the relationship. And so that's yeah. what we work hard on is building the relationship. And you can do that at any stage of your yeah. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Great nuggets. Great nuggets. Okay, guys. So as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share to my YouTube channel. Kimberly speaking. Until we speak again, be blessed. God bless you. Take care.